This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, October 7th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. People who like socialized medicine don't call it that, lest they use a phrase with a talismanic power to kill various healthcare reforms. So, is Barack Obama's plan to reshape how Americans get their health care something akin to socialized medicine? Michael Cannon, director of health policy studies at the Cato Institute, says though many critics of Obama's plan have smeared it as socialized medicine without looking more deeply, the substance of the charge has merit. The media have actually been very friendly to the Obama plan, uh, a little too friendly. Senator McCain and others have accused Barack Obama of support of proposing a plan that will put the federal government in charge of everyone's health care. And there have been fact checkers in the media, for example, those at uh, factcheck.org, which is the University of Pennsylvania, and at the Washington Post fact checker who have said, no, this isn't true because the Obama plan would allow you to keep the private health insurance that you have right now. It's private health insurance, so it's not going to be government run. Unfortunately, that's just wrong. Just because we call something nominally private, it doesn't mean that it is not government run. In fact, what Barack Obama would do is he would let the federal government dictate the content and the price of every private health insurance plan in the United States. Now, once the government has those powers, there aren't many more decisions for the government left to take away from you. And most of the other decisions the government already has taken away. So uh, I've, I've asked reporters... Imagine Barack Obama as president proposed that he was going to have the government dictate the content of every news program in the United States and eliminate half of the existing programs and newspapers that are out there. Would, would you call that a government-dominated system? You certainly wouldn't call it a free press. And that's, pretty, and that's largely what Barack Obama wants to do with, uh, with health insurance. And he also wants to create a new government program that is like Medicare that will enroll about 45 million Americans, essentially doubling the Medicare rolls. He wants to expand existing government programs like Medicaid and SCHIP. There's really no way around the fact that this is a, uh, a plan that would put the federal government in charge of everyone's health care and that it would move us even farther along the road to socialized medicine. What share of the healthcare dollars spent in the United States are currently controlled or spent directly by the government? Spent directly, it's about 45 cents on the dollar. The, the uh, government at all levels controls 45% uh, of health spending. But, and that's what they spend directly. That's when the government writes the checks. But the government also heavily influences how private dollars are spent. For example, the fact that you have health insurance through an employer is due to government. Government creates a huge tax break that uh, that moves most of the marketplace in the direction of employer-sponsored insurance. The government also tells you what kind of health insurance you have to buy if no matter where you're purchasing it. If you uh, purchase health insurance on your own, for example, states require people to buy all sorts of different types of coverage. They, states often regulate the prices of health insurance, and these are the powers that that Barack Obama wants to put in the hands of the federal government so that they can control all health insurance policies. How does, you know, how does Obama himself cast his, his health care plan? Well, the Obama campaign has, has cast John McCain's health plan as extreme and their own health plan as moderate. There's even an ad the Obama campaign has put on the air that's, that shows two different extremes and the Obama plan in the middle. At one extreme is government-run health care. The other extreme is insurance companies denying people coverage, but Obama's going to avoid both of those extremes. The Obama ad is, is, is misleading in every particular. 
It's misleading because he does support a government-run program or a government-run health care system with higher taxes for everybody. He would have health insurance companies denying coverage to people. The fact that he has he has proposed to require insurance companies to charge the same premiums to everyone means that those insurance companies are going to avoid sick people. They are going to... If you can only charge a sick person the average premium, then you know that they are a liability for you and you're going to try to uh, get rid of them any way you can and only sign up healthy people. So Barack Obama proposes to uh, have health insurance companies deny care to people and, and, and skimp on care uh, for those who need it. So it's, it's a pretty misleading ad. And unfortunately, the media have really given him a pass on this. Advocates of universal coverage say that uh, these plans can avoid the downside of what people call socialized medicine, that is long lines, uh, government rationing, and the government essentially being having the ability to tell you, no, you, can, you may not have this procedure. That is one of the strategies that advocates of universal coverage use to try to sell their, their programs. Hillary Clinton, in a debate in 2007, uh, got into an argument with a reporter who insisted that Medicare is socialized medicine. She said, Medicare doesn't tell you whether or not you can go to this doctor and it doesn't deny access to care. And I think that she's true. In the main, Medicare does not do that. But the way Medicare does that is by wasting billions, hundreds of billions of dollars on useless medical services, which is the only way the government can avoid rationing. But I have to say that my favorite, uh, my favorite defense of universal coverage uh, that, that comes from that comes from its supporters is when they say that, well, this universal coverage program isn't socialized medicine because it avoids waiting lists, it avoids access problems and government rationing of, of health care. The reason that those access problems exist is, be, is because the government isn't paying enough. It isn't paying doctors enough to meet the demand uh, that, that, that government has generated among patients. So to argue that socialized medicine exists only when you have waiting lists and access problems is to argue that somehow socialized medicine would disappear if the government wrote even bigger checks to doctors and hospitals and so forth. I think that's really absurd, and it shows just how hard supporters of universal coverage are trying to dissociate themselves from the idea of socialized medicine. Michael Cannon is Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and co-author of the book Healthy Competition, What's Holding Back Healthcare and How to Free It. You can get your copy at cato.org.